<laughs> Try that one. Okay, so what I've got to share with you, really, is something that God's been talking to me about. Joel, do you want to turn the gain at the top down? Um, really, since, since the church shared its vision of the river, uh, God's been talking to me about the river and what the river is and what it entails and the different aspects of it. Now, I want to share with you this morning two aspects of the river that God showed me. First of all, I'm going to do it a bit backwards, but first of all, kind of the things we encounter in the river, and then secondly, the beginning of the river, so where it starts. And so, first of all, the things we encounter in the river. Um, and the river can represent many things. It can represent us as individuals, it can represent us as a church, or it can represent things God's sent us out to do, God's asked us to do. Um, but when, when we're in the river, the river's moving, it comes across obstacles. It gets things in. Three obstacles or things that happen in the river um, that I want to mention. The first is rocks and boulders. Secondly, reed beds. And then third is where the river tries and breaks away from itself. And these are three aspects that we encounter in the river. The f so the first one, the rocks, the boulders, these kind of represent the big difficulties that we face. Um, the, the real struggles that we, we, you know, it takes time to get over, or real adversity and perseverance to get through them. Um, big examples of these can be like issue, family issues. If we're individuals, if the river is us, then family issues and, and things that can really take, take issues. And difficulties, sorry. Losing my place here in my notes. Um, yeah, so issues, forgiveness issues, anger issues, things that really take a while. And when the river hits these rocks and these big boulders, it has to break through the rock, go through the rock, go over it, go around it. It can't just, you know, it's a real problem that it faces. And we've, you have to, to, to move on, to move past that, you have to find a way around it. You have to get past it. Um, and in it... I was drawn to, to a scripture, Matthew 19, um, verse 16 to 21, which I'll read. And it says, Just then a man came up to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied. There is only one who is good. If you want to enter life, keep the commandments. Which ones, he inquired. Jesus replied, You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother and love your neighbor as yourself. All of these I have kept, the young man said. What do I still lack? And Jesus answered, if you want to be perfect, go sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad because he had great wealth. And this really st struck me with this when I was thinking about the rocks because he was, he was doing everything good, so he thought, you know, but yet there was still this big blockage in, it, in him that he, he couldn't get past. He didn't want to give up something, and it's very much like that for us, and often some of these things we don't realize we have, or, or other people can't see them, and this is very true in the river as well, in the rocks. Uh, there's a, doing some geography work, checking, and apparently the big rocks can exist in the river un underwater, and they roll along as well, so they keep moving. This is called traction. 
and it's where rocks and large stones are pushed along the riverbed. You know, so we've got these problems, and we might still be, appear to be moving forward, but actually underneath, under the surface, we've still got this issue, and we really need to tackle it to be able to move into the right, you know, the right speed for the river, the right things that we're meant to be doing. Um, you know, and so in, in this scripture, he needed to give up his possessions. For him, that was his blockage. For us, it can be other things. We need to forgive people or, or do things. I remember when, when my uh, dad passed away, one of my elder brothers was being a real idiot and caused many problems. And I'd lent him lots of money to help him through that period. And he just didn't pay me back. And it really got to me. and It was a real issue for me. And I ended up suing him and taking him to court and getting a judgment against him. And, you know, that really sat with me for ages and ages and ages. And, you know, I held on to that underneath. I, I, I was fine about it to everyone else. But underneath, it really grated with me. And, you know, it was only when I got, got rid of that and said, you know what, Lord, I don't need this anymore. Just do away with it. That actually I felt a freedom and I felt able to move forward in my, in my walk. The, the second issue that we might encounter in, in the river is the reed beds. Now, these are smaller difficulties, much smaller difficulties, because the water finds its way through these reed beds much easier. And, and that's like us. We, we find our way through issues. And these, these are kind of more the, the frustrations or the annoyances we have in our life. Um, little things, the things that get to us really quickly and easily, but we can move past really simply. So one example I was thinking of was, was my bike. When I first got my bike last year, I get getting puncture after puncture on my front tire. I think I had seven in about two months. And it really frustrated me. It was a real annoyance for me that I was constantly changing. And, and Pete, Pete was out with me once when, when we had to stop. And I got it at the top of the hill and at the bottom there. Um, him and Terry helped me change it. But you know, as soon as I changed the tire, I just went out and bought a better tire for that bike. The frustration was gone. I haven't had a puncture since. So you know, it's, it's really good. And, and those things, they're really simple things that we can get past um, with the reed beds. And the other one is the, the, where the river tries to break away from itself. Now, rivers, when they, when they go, they meander around. And apparently, quite often, as it, as it tries to meander, some of the water will try and stay going forward and break away and cause itself um, to form a little river kind of thing. And, and these are like the temptations that we encounter in life. You know, um, it could be simple things like watching too much TV, music, going out, doing, doing things, you know, that we, we might, well, we, sh we know probably aren't good for us. Or I think a good example for me is I work from home a lot doing my PhD. And it's very easy when the alarm goes off at half seven for me to smack that snooze button three, four, five times and stay in bed, you know. And so for me, that's a real temptation. I have to really work hard to say, no, it's half past seven. I need to get up, have a coffee, and then get into my work. You know, and these, these things. And so, so that's the river. And what, when I was praying about this and thinking about this, God showed me that not only are these issues that we might encounter in the river, but they're also part of God's characteristics and part of God's character. Um, so... Firstly, the rock. Well, the rock, God is our firm foundation. And um, I was reminded of the, the Bible story where Jesus talks about building a house on the rock and not on the sand. 
you know, when we, when we put our faith in a build everything on God's, on God's rock, he will make that happen. He will be our security and our firm foundation. We, we won't falter. Um, you know, and it's the same in, in the river. Not only are those rocks there as problems, but a lot of the rocks are part of the foundations of the river. So the, the foundation, the part of the river bed, and they make the river strong as well. So it's important to recognize that. The, the reed beds, these are, this is God's character of habitat, protection. You know, a lot of animals and wildlife live in those reed beds in the river. And God wants to provide us um, life. You know, and I was reminded of the story of Moses in this. You know, um, Pharaoh had said, I want all boys killed as they're born. But yeah, Moses was put in a basket and hidden in the reeds and was found and allowed to live. You know, so God provided life, and the reeds can be a symbol of life and, and habitat for us. And the side rivers is kind of God saying, well, I'll welcome you back. If you do go off track, I'll welcome you back. Because what happens is that side river goes forward, but the other river meanders, and it comes back. It comes back across the stream, and the river comes back into itself, and it becomes one again. You know, and God's saying, it doesn't, you know, I don't want you to go off off track. I don't want you to be temp- to go off with temptation. But you know, if you do, come back to me, and I'll welcome you, welcome you with warm arms. Um, so, so those were kind of the, the the real temptations. So, you know, if if you are struggling, if you are having these blockages or you know these little annoyances, frustrations, take them to God because God is the opposite of that frustration. He is the provider. The um, he's not the rock that's going to cause you a problem or a blockage. He is the rock that you can build your faith on and, and stand on. And the other thing that he really drew, drew to, to me for this morning was the start of the river. Um, most rivers start up in the mountains or the hills, and they start with a trickle. Uh, remote hills, and you know, was, this, this kind of started to develop a couple of weeks ago when Pat was talking. And he was talking about how nothing grows on the mountaintop, how everything has to come down. And it's exactly the same for a river. You know, it starts in the mountains, but if it stays in the mountain or the hill, it's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to do anything. It's not going to grow into a river of strength or power. And, you know, it's, it's the same for us. We can't stay in the, in the mountains. You know, if, if God calls us, to faith or God calls us to do something, we need to step out and move on and move into that, um, you know, and be like the river. Because as, as we move into that and we go into what God's called us to, he will provide us with the other tools. And like, like a river, it starts slim and it's small trickle, but as it goes down this hillside and the mountain, it meets with other small trickles, the tributaries. And they form together to create the river that then goes on to be, can be something quite magnificent and powerful, you know, that provides life. And, and that's much like us as, as Christians. If we join with other Christians and we join and, um, and join together, we can be so much more powerful for God in what we do as, as a church and as individuals. God will give us the tools, you know, and different aspects of that you know, different skill sets. Different people have different skill sets. So we can't just be this little river, this little trickle on our own. 
Because if we are that trickle on our own, we're not going to do as much as we can for God. You know, and that trickle might dry up. So we need to be in community with other tributaries and be that river. Um, yeah. So yeah, we, we really have to move in as a, as a group together, as a, as a river. And that, that's really what God had on my heart this morning to share with you is, you know, be, come together as a, don't just be a river in isolation. Don't be that trickle, but join a river, step out. And whether that's, you know, your faith, stepping out into your faith and developing, or if it's something God's called you to do, if you've been a Christian for a long time and you really heard God call you to do something specific, but you're sitting back and waiting, don't wait, just step out and do it. And all those blockages or issues that you might encounter as you're going through, God is the opposite of that problem. And he will fix it and he will be with you and sort it for you. So that, that's really what I had to share with you this morning.